overcome. We will overcome. We will overcome someday. Democrats are set to take control of the U.S. Senate, House, and the White House. This will go down as one of the most progressive administrations in American history. God willing, everything is on the table. You now can pass things without a filibuster threat. That's right. Oh, you'll regret this, and you may regret it a lot sooner than you think. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. I mean, my God. I've been to some really bad karaoke nights where, like, everyone is just messed up, and it's never come close to that sloppy. There was some somebody actually commented on Twitter that it was somehow worse than when I sing to open a episode yeah. of the program. I mean, it's much worse. You've got a voice of an angel. What we're listening to there is horrifying. That was the Texas Democrats as they abandoned their jobs down in Austin, Texas, got on a private plane with a bunch of Miller Lite, Landed in Dulles, I think, which endures the embarrassment, and then oh. and then rolled in, <laughs> and then rolled into town and managed to humiliate themselves moment by moment throughout the course of the day. It's uh, I think it's great. You know, I mean, the the song was obviously terrible. They were doing this press conference in front of the Capitol, and they, I mean, they got the lyrics wrong. Well, that's the thing. This is a perfect example of like the Sorkinization of the Democratic Party. Oh, that's right? Perfect. You've got these, these people think they're on West Wing. <laughs> right. These people, they they landed here in, in, in what they are self-describing as some sort of a civil rights. Uh, and then they and they they come to town and sing, try to sing. We shall overcome, except they don't know the words. Right. What a perfect indictment. It's per- it, it is. It's such a microcosm of this entire, quote unquote, debate we're having over, quote unquote, voting rights. It's like they didn't read the bills. And they certainly didn't read the lyrics before they tried to sing the song. <laughs> can we get, can we get, I don't know if, if, if Smash can cue this back up, but can we just get the, the beginning of that? They hit a tune, I think, that was previously unknown in an American uh, song. And I'd like to just see if we can get that one more time. We will overcome. We will overcome someday. Oh, God. <laughs> you, and it really kills me is these people are like, it takes a lot of courage to jump on a private jet with some beers. And uh, yeah, this is like Beto O'Rourke, all these like dams are trying to turn this into like this moment. Like, oh my goodness, these people, they're standing up. They're saving democracy. No, they're not. Precisely the opposite. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not saving democracy. And, and, and the way that, like, even the way a lot of journalists are covering this is like, this is, this is the landing at Normandy, folks. These people <laughs> had to brave a private jet and come to D.C., the horror of horrors. Did you see, did you see, well, it wasn't just the song and the plane and all the embarrassment that comes along with it. Did you see the lunch thing, Duncan? I did. I did. The uh, one of these Texas uh, Dem House members, a uh, Gene Wu, uh, tweeted, "My fist." He was misspelled first. My fist meal as a fugitive, delicious, and it's this like 
Caesar's wilted Caesar salad from the Longworth Cafeteria Hall. It just looks <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> as, as someone pointed out, at least it is in cups. It's just like the yeah. bottom of the barrel. So at least they don't have that humiliation. Wait, what are you cups. talking about? They're in a house cafeteria. That's uh, about a thousand that, times dude, worse. That's how bad cups is, man. Worst oh, coffee in America. I dare you. But, 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 but wait, this is... This is and it's like a salad, right? It's everything that you imagined it to be, right? Right? Like, right. It it looks, like, it's like, like he's getting his meal. It looks like a firefest <laughs> meal. He's acting like it's his his rations on the front lines of war. <laughs> of course, he's just a rabbit, right? He's got the 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 Caesar and the Coke Zero. Yeah, couldn't mix a piece of chicken and do it. You know, I I think what I I found most amusing about all of this is you know the Democrats are really trying to essentially run the same play that they did in Georgia. Yeah. Right? And, you know, there are a lot of people in the media who are obviously amplifying uh, their message for them. But but other folks are, are starting to to see through this charade. Oh, yeah. Um, surprisingly, Chris Cuomo at CNN. Righto himself. Um, do we have that clip? Can we play that? to join us in that fight. I'll take on the problems uh, with what they're doing in Texas with the Republican in a second, but there is an interesting, help me understand the mind of the Democrat here on this level. You're going to Washington to basically tell the Democrats in the Senate, listen, forget the filibuster. You gotta blow it up and pass this because it's too important. And yet you're kind of availing yourself of the same remedy on the state level. You're a minority and you are gumming up the works because you are afraid of what will happen if you go there and the votes predominate. So aren't you asking on the federal level for them to take away the exact kind of tool that you are using right now to stop something from happening in Texas? I mean, what options are we left with here? I mean, we're, I mean, we're uh, you know, there's, there's that folks is, that are upset. That's, I, I mean, I am genuinely stunned that Chris Cuomo forgot he works at CNN and asked like an, a journalistic question. It's going to be a big, big, uh, he's going to have problems. I with mean, that. wow. I mean, he's, he's, he's literally, a, he's literally asking the question that we brought up on the last episode. Yeah. Right. Which is incredible. So hats off to Chris no, Cuomo. I, I never, th- I never thought I'd say that on the Variety program. I didn't think so either. But he, he deserves it. But it's, I mean, look, it's rich with uh, hypocrisy, idiocy. Uh, first of all, like the thing we can't blow by, and I know we spent a lot of time on it, but he can't blow by it, is what they're protesting doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. What they are here to do doesn't is not happening mm-hmm. right there is not a single person in texas not one who will be disenfranchised as a as a as a a result of the legislation that is before the house and senate in texas well and here's the thing is there's other stuff being voted on in this special session in texas right you know there's legislation on on funding for foster care you know there's there's other legislation affecting teachers And uh, the Texas House, you know, denied a quorum, but the Texas Senate is still in session. Do I saw that? So they're ramming stuff through. I mean, they can vote on whatever they want. And I I, I mean, I think it'll probably become untenable what they're trying to accomplish, especially as the media starts to realize you can't run the same play again. Right. you, You did this in Georgia. You cried wolf. People saw through it. We're not gonna just, you know, cover this spectacle ad nauseum because yeah. it's just it's not good content 
Well, and people have been listening to the variety program. That's right. They now know what's in these bills. I, I, I like the content they're bringing to make fun of them. So I hope they stick around That's to make what fun I'm of saying. them. Yeah. But yeah, sadly for like, you know, left wing journalistic outfits like, you know, everyone in the mainstream media, sadly, it doesn't give them the content they want. I have two things that I got to mention about this crew because they, they're crystal clear, absolute rock solid rules of politics. It doesn't matter, really, if you're a Republican or a Democrat. There is one cardinal rule you just can't get over. Whatever your your core mission, your core message is, whatever you're advocating for, the last thing in the world is that you want is to have state house legislators as your face and your voice. That's pretty funny. They will, if there is any way to humiliate you and your cause, that is perfect. Is a per- These are folks that you most of the time have to be a little reluctant to let out in front of a camera, but to do it in D.C. in front of a national press corps, however favorable they may be, disaster. Well, I saw the photos of these people trying to get influencer content oh, so outside yeah. outside the bus, and they've all got you know their their inst- Instagram and their TikTok up, and they're trying to you know, really capture their 15 minutes of fame. And they link it <laughs> to their, like, donation. Just pathetic. Like, Would you call them TikTok Texans? Tick- yeah, TikTok Texans. <laughs> you know, it's just performative theater. Um, you know, for all these people who haven't read the bill and don't know the lyrics of the song they're trying to sing. You love to see it. It reminded me that after 08, when Obama was elected with a landslide and there was a whole bunch of new House Democrats who basically right. had no business being there. Right. And they they're like, got, they're like, I got here. And it's like, no, dude, you well, rode his coattail. But, but the, the, I thought the perfect depiction of all of that is when they were standing along the aisle for the State of the Union asking for his autograph as he walked. Right. Through. Right. <laughs> like you're supposed to be a member of Congress. Yeah. <laughs> It's just perfect. One one thing I wanted to flag is that the Texas uh, House has voted. um, The Texas House voted seventy six to four to send law enforcement to find the absent Democrats. (laughs) Quote under warranty of arrest if necessary. That's from Scott Braddock in, in in Austin. So, but I'm I'm with Smug on this. I feel don't like, arrest them. Don't no no. Keep no, them no. around here. Keep them around. Find a camera. Keep it rolling. Yeah. There's no individual who could do more damage to their cause than these guys are doing to themselves. Not no one. Right. Absolutely no one. Stick around. You know, maybe we should pay for their hotel. Uh, wherever that may be. Get they them some more Virginia. Get them some more wilted I mean, it, Caesar salads. <laughs> the thing is, is that like the Dems are gonna very quickly see. These people are a problem for them. These are not good messengers. They're already making it really clear that they all want to be just like influencers. Right. Like they're all doing their like TikToks and all this nonsense. Like these aren't primetime people, you know? And like now apparently they've got a meeting set up with Kamala. It's like, oh boy. That is going to be a disaster. Like it's going to be an actual episode of Veep. Can you imagine what this is going to be like? Some dude's going to try to take a selfie with a salad and Kamala and be like, hey guys. Dude, the writing's on the wall. And I think the media gets the joke now. I really do. CNN also had a headline that said, Texas spectacle may amount to democratic futility. That's the headline on CNN.com. Should be embarrassment, but I'll take futility. That's great. That, I mean, so one other other piece of like infrastructure behind this trip that I found really interesting. I got a note this morning when all the pictures came out. Uh, of all of these Texas Dems without masks on in the flight. And like anybody yep. who's done air travel lately, you know what a pain in the ass it is. You have to wear a mask. 
You have, even in the airport, and it's all this federal mandate that Biden put into place when he first came in. Well, I get this email I got is from somebody who worked at the Department of Transportation at one point, and they said, dude, this mask mandate is not about commercial air travel. It's about air travel. But furthermore, it's also about bus travel. And TSA is actually in charge of fining everybody individually, collectively, and the charter companies for anyone who break breaks the mask <laughs> mandates. And he's like, by this picture, I feel like there's at least four separate offenses. That's so great. <laughs> That's so great. So when the Texas Rangers finally arrest these people, they're gonna have to quarantine them. <laughs> <laughs> but they could, the other thing was there's an option for to go on a no fly list. Oh. Put them all on the no-fly. That Can would be you incredible. imagine? Can yeah, and imagine? then just do another special session. Oh, it's so Can't good. leave now. Can't. Sorry, folks. Doors locked. Doors locked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's enough fun with the Texas Dems. Um, should we play a game? Let's do it. Let's play a game. Uh, King of the Hill returns. Let's do it. Uh, yes. Um. So, Holmes, you have Jennifer Rubin. I do. She survived the queen, the death penalty on appeal. Yeah, uh, a real power play, I must say. It was a brave maneuver. You know, <laughs> it was there was a, that. Unlike what the Texas Dems are doing, this took real bravery, real courage, um, risking her from being banned. Wow, Smug, who are you bringing to the table today? Highly requested, first time contestant, Amanda Carpenter. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I saw someone actually asked me on Twitter if uh, if she was eligible. And of course she is. Certainly. Oh, yeah. This is great. Yeah. She's a high level recruit. I, I I think that's somebody I've taken a look at two or three times over the last six months. And she always could cobble together like one or two that was really and I could never get that third one. Yeah. But I know just because I've been on Twitter a little bit this week watching Texas Dems. She's got what it takes. She's really bringing the taste. <laughs> wow. Let's All right. Go. Well, let's go ringside. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. Welcome back to King of the Hill. It's time for our main event in the blue corner. Hiding out of the Washington Post, standing five feet four inches tall, and current champion of the world, Jennifer Brainworms Rubin. And now, in the red corner, Fighting allegedly from Pierre Roma Dyer's checkbook. Standing five feet eight inches tall. The old side switcher, Amanda Carpenter. Okay. Okay. All right. So round one. Holmes, you got to go first because you have our defending champion. So as you know, lately, my part of my success is about setting the tone. Yeah. You know, and I, I like to set the tone. So I, I've got one I think is it's pretty good here. Jennifer Rubin. She comes at this one July 12 at 1030 a.m. Kick, kick a couple of cups of coffee in and out comes some 
just amazing bigotry. Our politics have fallen victim to the primal scream of once-dominant white evangelicals. They prefer an authoritarian theocracy to a multiracial society in which they are the distinct minority. Wow. Paint with a broad brush there. Hey, Jen. She, no, but dude, this is, it's not only an indictment in her, like the Washington Post can keep someone around who says that an entire religion are white nationalists, essentially. Right. That they prefer their, their authoritarian theocracy to a multiracial society. Multiracial. It's not like you had to believe in the same stuff we believe in. It's like, no, I just don't like the way you look. I mean, what an outrageous statement. That's good. What do you got, Smug? Here we go. I- I'm setting the tone, too. All I-, right. I-, I think this could be just a two-round knockout, but let's get this <laughs> out of the way. Amanda Carpenter, 5 p.m. I truly believe the Texas Dems have much more sense of urgency about the situation than the Democrats in D.C. They're going all out. They get it. Washington Dems are obsessed with the infrastructure. It kills me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It kills me as good. It kills me. Because <laughs> there's still the semblance of pretend that Ruben doesn't have yet. It kills me. It kills me. It's pretty funny. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, you know, Smug really tailored the content for the episode, <laughs> I, which I appreciate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, this is really strength versus strength. Yeah. it's. I mean, look, I'm going right at it. I think... Uh, Hmm. I, what I'm playing, he's got great humor. I'll concede that. I the the absurdity of her trying to say that she is uh, in any way disturbed by what she's hearing from Democrats. But like the other side of this is to call all evangelicals opposed to a multiracial society. I feel like is a that's a grenade that has a lot of shrapnel to it. It is. <laughs> this is the problem, though. It's like. Jen Rubin, it's sort of we we've mentioned this before. It's like the standard for her is so much higher, it's very high, because everything is brain worms. <laughs> you know, can you read yours one more time? Song? Absolutely. I truly believe the Texas Dems have much more sense of urgency about the situation than the Democrats in D.C. They are going all out. They get it. Washington Dems are obsessed with the infrastructure. It kills me. <laughs> it's a, it, it's an interesting. What makes it such an interesting tweet, for me at least, is there is a whole like cottage industry on Twitter of people saying their side, you know, doesn't fight the right way. But you know what's so great about that is it's transferable. It is. She made her, her entire career right. out of saying Republicans don't fight. Right. And now she's become a Democrat and Democrats don't Democrats fight. Democrats don't fight. What an idiot. <laughs> right. Well, in, you know, the, I mean, like that is the whole theory of the Lincoln Project, right? It's like, you know, Democrats, we we got these Republicans now. They know how to fight. They know how to win. So now we've got these Democrats or these Republicans to make these ads for us. Yeah, so we can get real so tough. we can win. <laughs> um, here's the thing, though. I mean, that that Jen Rubin take, it's it, it can't be beaten. It can't. Wow. Yeah. If it's if it was something less than the entire evangelical movement, you could see it. But that is really an explosive claim. It was strength versus strength. <laughs> All right, Jen Rubin, 
wins round one. Smug, what do you got? All right. Okay, this is Amanda Carpenter, July 12th, 9-11 a.m. Who is relentlessly, needlessly creating conflict over Mr. Potato Head, vaccines, and, oh, the existence of big cities again? I mean, I mean, good question. Who is? <laughs> <laughs> and it links to her Bulwark article. <laughs> but- <laughs> I thought she was just throwing that out to the crowd. So is this, was that like a, she's saying like culture war, Republican culture yeah. oh, war? Oh, wait, it's a, it's a Tim Miller Bulwark article. That's a Bulwark article. Yeah, well, it almost adds to it that it's a Tim Miller thing. Um. Okay. I'm gonna save my, I'm gonna save my cannon for last because I think I can get the job done with this one. Wow, that's confidence. Yeah, I think I can get the job done here. Ours notion of law and order. Just hold on, just step back. Like, I gotta regain my. Okay. Ours notion of law and order. They seek to render it unpredictable, increase the discretion of the state when their side's in control, and attempt to accomplish what would otherwise be politically untenable through misdirection. And harassment. Oh, dude, no way. I mean, a carpenter saying that, oh, the existence of big cities again? Like, who the hell? Well, so uh, the thing I like about about the Amanda Carpenter take is if she needed some example of like a culture fight, she could have said, you know, critical race theory, you know, or something something that we're actually talking about today. Like the Mr. Potato Head thing was like five months ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Somehow stuck in her head. Stuck in her head. And the existence um, of big cities, like that, is such a weird. I don't know thing. what I. I didn't know that was an argument. I had no idea. But um, it, but here's the here's the thing. Like you got it. it. It's a thinker for Jen Rubin, which never happens. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's actually a more esoteric take. Yeah, it never happens. But she's got like increased the discretion of the state. Like, you mean basically everything that Democrats are doing? Like literally everything that Democrats are. Attempt to accomplish what would otherwise be politically untenable through misdirection and harassment. You mean like this entire voting rights discussion that we're having right now? Right? I yeah. mean, everything is just flipped on its head, which I thought it was kind of a perfect, like a, I don't know. Um, I like it. I, I mean, I got to say, I prefer my Jen Rubin when like it's just brain worms. when it's you. just straight brain worms. And it's, I don't give a shit. I'm going to actually tweet it. Yeah. I don't like it when she's thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I think round two has to go to Amanda Carpenter and Smug. It's no fair. Way. It's fair. Big cities. I've got... What was that? <laughs> big cities. Okay, I've got Are you existence think, of big cities. You think this is going to be a put away? Yeah, I do. I don't have any, I don't have any question. Just as they erected thousands of Confederate statutes during the post-Reconstruction to reassert white dominance... They once again seek to distort history in service of white supremacy. Their current mission, to rid schools of the non-existent critical race theory. Wow. <laughs> Suck on that. I mean, come on. That's not, that's not very surprising. Come on. Not surprising. No, no, no. <laughs> critical race theory is now the same people who erected Confederate statutes, statues and, and uh, are white supremacists. I got one that's germane to the episode, too. Wow. Here we go. Again, this is yesterday. I mean, Carpenter was just going off. <clears throat> Texas Dems, come and get them. Insert graphic here. This is about voting rights. No holds barred. 
Come and get them. Now that's a take. I feel like... Come and get them. And she put in brackets, insert graphic here. Right. She's like, hey, free idea. Do you think... Brilliant people. Do you... Do you... Do you think... Do you... Do you think it was her giving them ideas or do you you think somebody wrote that tweet for her I hope no one and was like for her. and was like attached a graphic to the email and she forgot to include it that would be hilarious impossible. oh that would be good that would probably Im- insert improve. graphic here is it in brackets yeah oh dude that's a social media manager wait wait, wait wait no way it's in brackets it's in brackets can we have the can can the judge i need to i need to physically see this yep. tweet in yep. writing there it is bef- before i make my ruling I mean, that would be incredible. I did. I wasn't prepared for misuse of social media. Look, is it? This is a legend, but I think somebody wrote this tweet for her. Well, <laughs> well, at insert the risk- graphic here in brackets. <laughs> Wait, hold on. At the look at this. <laughs> I gotta see it. You think she's being cute, or do you think somebody wrote that tweet? The thing for is, is that you can't tell. Is what matters. Texas Dems. It's either bad or worse. Uh, Instagram here. This is about voting rights. No holds barred. Coming in. But here's the thing. I don't understand it. <laughs> Without way. the graphic. Because I guess there was a graphic but that's I don't, supposed to be there. If it's a misuse, if it's, uh, it's hard to say. But that's here's the thing. the thing. I don't understand half of Jen Rubin's tweets. <laughs> no, I know. But but you can't. The other thing is it's such an egregious misuse of social media because right. you can't put text underneath. And for graphic. that reason, Where Amanda Carpenter wins. <laughs> yes. That is a victory. Yes. It is gross misuse of the internet. Judge and jury will not stand for <laughs> no, it. No, that is a precedent that's never what been broken. Win. Uh, that's That's, I will... It was confusing. It, it's confusing. It, I think. Look at the risk of helping my opponent, but I think justifying his victory, which you know, again, I think Rubik got robbed. But uh, I think that Amanda Carpenter is working for one of those Pierre Almendier offshoots. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure, but okay. allegedly, allegedly. But you remember how they formed that whole like Republicans for the Rule of Law, the right. Bill Crust Crystal, and like yeah. none of them were Republican, yeah. but they like ran a bunch of ads. I think they've reconstituted some of that to try to deal with like what they say is quote unquote voting rights. It's like Republicans for voting rights or something like that. And it seems to me that she's sort of nestled in there. Ah, that, that, yeah, that tracks. So if that is the case and that's the misuse of the internet that we've cited here, it would explain a few things. That's hilarious. Wow. Oh, that's really good. That was a good game. What a great game as always. Just a fun little something. Well, that was a pretty solid emergency podcast episode. I mean, the content that we got from these idiots in town, <laughs> Texas. I mean, you had we had to we had to drop it. We would not be doing our jobs as the Ruthless Variety program if we did not take the moment and and enjoy really and, and allow everyone to enjoy the content that was provided by the Texas Democrat Party. It was such great content, man! It was like alley oops and tomahawk jams on Twitter all day, and that content can't just sit. Uh, until Thursday, we had to get it out. I and, hope. We, and we got King of the Hill in, you know? All yeah. around, a very, very solid emergency pod, if I must say so myself. So Agreed. Outstanding work, gentlemen. So until next time, minions, keep the faith, hold the line, and own the libs. We'll see you on Thursday. Stay ruthless. <laughs>